entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Presentation. Good evening, everybody. Welcome, welcome to the show. You're tuned in to the Drive-In Speaker Box Podcast. It is Monday night, August, no, October. What did, what, what month year you is know, this? It's, it's October. October 9th. October 9th, 2023. Uh, I am your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I'm Slick Doggy the Grip. And uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, we're going to be talking to you guys about movie stuff. Yeah. We're two white guys with a podcast talking to you about movies, as if you don't have enough options of those on the internet. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we've got a, we've got a fun show for you tonight. Um, we we are back in the studio. It's October. I went and saw Haunting in, uh, uh, in Venice, the, the new Agatha Christie joint. With Kenneth Branagh, I'm going to talk about that later in the show. And uh, what about you, Jake? You said you uh, yeah. I also caught a movie that's like two or three weeks old. I watched a uh, Bola, uh, uh, yeah, Bola Shankar on uh, Netflix. A Bola Shadow, a Telugu movie. Yeah. Um, but thanks for the 27 month sub there, Vince. Thank you for that, man. Lots. Thanks for everybody that was resubbing out in our Twitch. We do start the Twitch stream early it's uh it's what we call our twitch pre-show uh if you guys are downloading the audio version of this podcast or viewing us on another platform be it like youtube or facebook uh some exclusive content that we do over there on twitch and we thank all of our twitch people for joining us for that um but let's start with some news i know you have some scribbles on your sheet as you yep. usually do let's jump into what happened in the past week definitely scribbles uh well you, oh, yeah man, I man. Can't, I can't read it from here I see I can't read it and I wrote it bro I, I see what is uh, the, yeah you monk, can monk movie you can see the thing that I'm most excited about first yeah the, the monk, monk reunion movie mm-hmm. uh is going with to be, the Shaloub yeah with Tony Shaloub uh and also the actors that portrayed Natalie Randy and Captain Stottlemyre are back. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I remembered reading that Sharona is going to be there too. All your favorite characters from Monk will be there. Uh, It's going to be released December 8th on Peacock. Uh, So I will have to start a free trial of Peacock just to watch watch the Monk movie. Every streaming service is getting more expensive now. We I think we talked about this last week. I don't know if we did or not. Always, but Amazon Prime with the ads, they're like, well, we're going to start throwing you ads unless you pay extra even more. Another four dollars a month. To get rid of yeah ads. Remember when Prime was just to have good shipping and like, and it's not too it's not two day. It's just free shipping when it gets to you. Yeah. Sometimes it's pretty cool if you have an Amazon distribution center near well, you. Sometimes it's, like, it's fast. You have to buy a certain a dollar amount, and it used to be like you got Prime, cool, it's on the way. Um, also, movies coming out, old things. Uh, the uh, the Martin Scorsese. Um, uh, concert movie for the band the last waltz is oh. going to be back in theaters that's cool is it a fathom its, event uh you know i don't know I, I i didn't see that part but it, it will be back for its 45th anniversary uh and it's being released november 5th um so uh and i saw a thing that that's like the trend with the uh 
what was it, um, the Talking Heads mm-hmm. movie, which mm-hmm. has been out for two weeks. I know. At our local and theater. I have not gotten yeah. to see it yet. Um, with that and, and The Last Waltz and, and who knows what other concert films. Oh, well, Taylor Swift's concert film is like turned out to be the second best selling movie of the year behind Barbie. And it's not even out yet. Yeah, more pre-sold tickets than any movie. Um, so concert films are, are like the thing. So maybe we'll get like the song remains the same in the theater. That would be badass. That would be fun. Um, maybe they'll put the wall in the theater uh, and you don't want to go in there. You Moonwalker? Go, just get, oh dude. <laughs> yeah. See Michael Jackson turn into the, the claymation the bunny on the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Um, I saw that in at Disney when I was a kid. Like, Isn't Wile E. Coyote and Roadrunner in that music video or something like that? Because when he's on the motorcycle and transforms into like the biker bunny, there's weird. Like the, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? And he's like trying to rescue Annie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you read about the speaking of streaming and all this kind of stuff that you know Ridley Scott's Napoleon movie that's coming out? Everybody's like, oh, it's coming out. It's going to be a theatrical release, but then it's going to hit Apple TV Plus and it will be the director's cut which is four hours long Mm. um, with an intermission um, I think or just a pause button you know but four hours whoa but getting an Apple Plus exclusive I don't I think maybe the the theatrical one's gonna be just around three I mean how much of his life are they trying to cover right because four hours I mean I guess he's one of the, the biggest most impactful figures in all of history ever so Four hours seems short, maybe. Yeah, well, for real, honestly. Like, I learned so much French from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Napoleon. I was like, merde, merde, merde. And <laughs> yeah. La glace. Piggy, piggy. Yeah. And la, yeah. La glace. And they're like, oh, nom, nom, nom. And he, like, smacks the spoon. Yeah, yeah, that was the French I learned from Napoleon and Bill and Ted. Oh! <laughs> Just, oh! <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this Napoleon film. I think it's going to be really good. Um Let's see. What else do you have on your scribble pad? Well, something far from history, but instead super futuristic. CD Projekt Red, which just laid off like 70 employees, and the gaming world is pissed at them. They're like, yeah, cyberpunk update and expansion. Hey, why are you getting rid of all those people? Uh, Well, they just announced uh, and confirmed that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 will have a live-action movie adaptation. Oh, my uh, to goodness. To continue its uh, media popularity, because the Edge Runners anime was pretty sick. Did you watch it? I did not. It's pretty good. And has I really... just have no context of Cyberpunk. To... You don't have to to watch that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you totally have context of Cyberpunk. You I know watch... it's a game. You ever watch Blade Runner? Well, yeah. It's, it's Blade Runner, bro. Just without replicants. But, I mean... Really? Yeah, it's it's like Blade Runner, but more pe- like people have more cyborg parts. Is like, it is it more Johnny Mnemonic than Blade Runner? No. Do they carry things in their brain? Uh, I mean, they can have the back of their head or the front of their face turned into a machine, and they can stick like cards and stuff in there. Well, there you go. They, they, there's there's like um, people will record their lives or like their actions, uh, and sometimes that turns into like. Um, smut or snuff or whatever you know as it would always and that's like the brain dances and that's like a big thing that people buy so that they can live through someone else's eyes oh so like and like strange days they can, yeah they can yeah. feel them get stabbed or they can uh feel oh, them that's totally strange um, days you know yeah. get their 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 dingus touched or whatever Whoa. you know like future stuff um 
but uh, there's going to be a live action adaptation of that. That can be interesting. We'll see how that goes. I mean, there's already uh, Blade Runner and the sequel. Uh, and okay, wait. Um, James over on Facebook, he comments. He said, "Studio Trigger is making an, an adult Powerpuff Girls knockoff." I don't like this. How, how, how Mojo Jojo? What do you Please mean, don't. adult Powerpuff Girls? Because that's just—it's a little scandalous. Are we are we are they just adults, or is it like? Adult, like I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there could be some weird stuff with Fuzzy Lumpkins and Mojo Jojo. I don't want to see any Fuzzy Lumpkins and uh, uh, the Rowdy Rough Boys and, and Princess. The Rowdy. Do Ruff, I fucking love Powerpuff Girls? The bro. Rowdy Rough Boys. Yeah, I don't they were the best. I don't want to see an adult version of Rowdy Rough Boys Did with the Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls. Girls. Yes, dude. Everything Hanna Barbera. Mojo Jojo is awesome. Um. Okay, so yeah, it's just that's scary. I mean, there's a lot of innuendos to be made. Uh, okay. Um, uh, yeah, I don't like it. They already did that one update of Powerpuff Girls, and and I, I don't know that anyone cared about it. Original Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Lab, Johnny Dexter's Bravo, Lab. all that, like all of that. When Cartoon Network was something, and Hanna Barbera was making like really kick-ass cartoons. Uh, did you ever watch? Um, what the the blues imaginary f- friends or whatever that that show oh, was called? Yeah. What was the name of that show? Oh, the um, um uh, that orphanage for, for yeah house of imaginary orphans. Or? Uh, I I watched a little bit, and of the it. main one was blue. And yeah, um, I never liked that. I show. liked that show. I thought really? it was good. I like the the fan theories yeah, after the fact. Blues house of imaginary friends. Okay, there were. I had it. I nailed it. I don't think that. Is that the real title? I feel like Foster's Foster's Home for oh, Imaginary Friends. Yeah. You're right, there sorry. it is. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't like that show so much, but I like the fan theory that the girl and the grandma, uh, like the one of them is the other one's imaginary friend, and that's oh, why they dress exactly the same. same and have the same hairdo and all okay. that stuff. So I think it's like the the old lady. Uh, her imaginary friend is her granddaughter or whatever that takes care of all the other imaginary friends and that's how they run the thing. Uh, that's kind that's of a cool, cool thing. Theory. And um, Adult Swim, I mean, I got, I got to throw this one out here. I mean, it wasn't the Hanna-Barbera era, but Venture Brothers. Like Venture Brothers was absolutely Have you watched tight. that movie yet? That's why I was going to bring it up. I still haven't watched the new movie and I need to watch it because I don't know where it's streaming. I need to just buy it on Amazon and give them, give Jackson Public and, I am, and crew money. I imagine it's probably on... Um, uh, HBO. I don't have that one, but I think I, I, I'll just give money. I'll pay pay to watch it because the Venture what, what's Brothers. It Venture, Venture Brothers? Brothers. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, because HBO has all the Cartoon Network. Brock stuff. Samson. Yeah, Brock's cool. Anything Patrick Warburton does is cool. One twenty four. Twenty four was like the one of the best story arcs of that whole show. Is that the fat uh, butterfly dude? The butterfly henchman who was like fat and pointless and worthless and then his best friend dies and he's haunted by i think it was like number nine or whatever i can't remember but 24 um so the, the thing about that though his and then whole, he became a badass by the end of it his whole story arc is a ripoff from deadpool comics though basically and With i think the, that's the um, point oh okay it's also yeah. on hbo max okay see that's exactly Sorry, what I said. max just Max. Um, oh, I guess I said HBO, but now it's Max. I forgot. You're right. The Cinemax ha- is Cinemax even a thing? Yeah, it's combined yeah, it's with HBO. So it's just it's Max. An, it's an add-on, I think. Yeah, okay. or it's, it's an add-on on something. Because Cinemax, like back in the day, Cinemax is where you saw titties, right? What? I mean, <laughs> wow. 
I mean, it's true. Wow. You would know that. It's true. You would know that. Like, you know, and when... Scrambled TV guy over hey, here. Hey, man, that's how I learned to solder. And uh, <laughs> I was going to... Just like the dude in that new um, yeah, Transformers just, movie. Trying to build a cable descrambler. Yeah. But yeah, Cinemax, like, the, 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 the trifecta of premium channels back in the day was HBO, Showtime, and Cinemax. Mm-hmm. Yes, as James says, Skinemax. Then stars came in, and they're like... We're just going to show But that was the one that always had like the, you know, the 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 French softcore porn, the those uh that was uh the Red Shoe Diaries, what which you'd like watch. Both? You'd watch a whole episode of Red Shoe Diaries. It was kind of like and you'd never see one booby and you're like, "What? I just wasted 45 minutes of like <laughs> crappy plot exposition." Kind of like what was it USA? They had that show Silk Stockings and it was like the Emmanuel, thank you Vince on on Twitch. But Silk Stockings on USA, it was like Miami Vice but more hookers, right? And uh this is what life was like before the internet yeah you you're just like yo and the intro was always like, like neon it was like oh there's someone taking off like you know uh, a pantyhose into a, like a stiletto boot and it'd be like wow and it was actually you know we're gonna watch the opening to silk stockings i will tell you something yeah scrambled soft core pay channel stuff Dude. had the best like soundtracks because like, it had killer you. horn sections. Yeah, look at this. So when you were flipping the channels, you're like, oh, that song. Bop. Look at this. So, like, as a kid, you're like, there's probably going to be some titties on this show, this right? This looks like the opening to Thunder and Paradise. No, wait. The, right there. There you go. Yeah, there's your. And you're like, male titas. But it, like, it's so sexy. And like the lady next to the Lamborghini, and there, there's the, there's this pantyhose. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, right there, you're like butt cheek, and then silk stockings in stereo. But this yeah, is so 90s. Like I'm telling you, and then the dude with like the, the sniper. I don't remember ever seeing a sniper. But uh, starring Rob Estes. I like how that dude had those binoculars, like and Mitzi all the way apart. Dude, you totally thought you're gonna see some boobies on this. You never saw boobies. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. And that butt. Ah! It's like in the heat of the night, but sexier. And without I mean, like this song rules, dude, doesn't it? And then the stiletto at the end, yeah. I mean, dude, hell yeah, silk stockings. And then like USA up all night, you were just you were just guaranteed. And they play these like smutty B movies, but then they cut out like they get you right up to the point where you're gonna totally see an exposed boob. And and then it's like cut to commercial, and you're like, come on, Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> like taking that away from me. See, you would love brain dances and cyberpunk, bro. But you know what? Going a world away from cyberpunk. You know what else? There was a teaser teaser trailer released for Kevin Costner's new two-part Western epic. I, I think I was having a lot more fun talking about, like, 90s. Whoa, movies. have you ever seen Costner Westerns? Dude, they're so good. Like, open range? Yeah. That movie's badass. Anyhow, uh, next year, June and August, are going to be the releases of Horizon, an American saga. It looks cool from the three seconds of actual stuff you get to see uh but i like costner westerns so i'm super stoked about that um also there was a new uh saban films trailer that came out 
called Kane. Creator of Power Rangers? Not creator. Purchaser. Purchaser. Of the rights to Power Rangers. Yeah. Power Rangers was a Japanese TV show. Saban. Power no, Rangers. Saban is not Japanese. Saban is the it's guy. Middle Eastern guy, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, it looks cool. It's like this Australian uh, mafia dude, but he's like a Mr. or Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type thing and starts having these split personalities and it like messing up all these other gangsters and it just looks ridiculous and fun um, kind of a thing. And then also, uh, sad news in the world of uh, Netflix and uh, wrestling uh, intersection. Oh. The Hulk Hogan I was worried movie, for a second. The, the Chris Hemsworth Hulk Hogan movie, uh, it, it turns out Netflix has uh, messed around too long and they lost their life rights. Uh, to Hulk Hogan. What? Yeah. So uh, right now that movie doesn't look like it's going anywhere, which was a bummer because when they were posting those pictures of like on set of like um, Thor Love and Thunder where Chris Hemsworth was just like jacked af Mm -hmm. and everything, everyone's like, dude, yes. Like we see it now. Like he could be the Hulkster possibly. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait to see where that goes if Netflix can reobtain the rights to portray Hogan the Hulkamania brother yeah give give us a brother brother bro I have watched you brother so hard (laughs) in the wild and then what do you mean brother is it like something like that that's what that's what we were looking well you know something dude when I was hanging and banging on my Harley heading up to the mountain all that kind of stuff. That's exactly what I was talking about. It's been about. a long time since I've done promos, man. You remember back when like I was just full of promos? Oh, all yeah, the all time. the time. You walk in the bar, and it's just like promo after promo. <laughs> You're throwing in some, um, what's the, the guy that you like with the with the hair? And he's the kind of he's kind of fat. Um, what? No, I'm just... Dusty Rhodes? Yeah, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you, you'd always throw out Dusty Rhodes promos. Yeah, yeah, I got Dusty Rhodes and Superstar Billy Graham and Ric Flair and Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. Uh, sometimes a little bit of Rick Rude. I could only do Macho Man. Yeah. Or or The Undertaker. I could always do a good Undertaker. Just <laughs> <laughs> peace. peace. Yeah. yeah, that was mean. Wrestling's Mar- so much fun. Uh, I hope that they make a cool Hulk Hogan movie. Uh, I love wrestling, man. Oh, yeah. You know, in February, Jimmy Hart is going to be at a uh, semi-local wrestling thing. Yeah, Is he like 100? No. Like, how old is Jimmy Hart? He's probably... He's going to be like Jimmy Hart failure pretty soon. Uh, he's probably in his 40s and the 80s. I mean, he's probably 70-something. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Hart palpitations. Um, he's still he's still out there screaming. Emperor around. palpitations. Crazy jackets. How old? Yeah, just Google googling that one on the old cell phone. What do we got? Oh uh, yeah, I need to know. He goes, what? It? He's seventy nine years Damn. old, and he'll still be out there in crazy jackets, doing high pitch laughs, yelling on a megaphone, upsetting everybody. It's what I hoped. If I'm alive at 79, that's what I'll be doing. Wearing crazy jackets and yelling on a megaphone. And everybody will be like, all right, let's get you to your walker, granddad. So, yeah. Uh, do you have any other news before we move on to what's coming out this weekend? Because that's pretty lackluster, I'll tell uh, you right now. I think, oh, yeah. Uh, <coughs> Snow White 
animation, the original movie, is getting a Disney Plus glow up. Is that um, so they can hold on to the rights for it before may, it turns into public domain? Maybe. Uh, on the 16th of this month, it will have its 4K update released on Disney Plus uh, to celebrate Disney's 100th anniversary. Um, that movie came out in 1937. Damn. Um, and now they're going to turn it into 4K. So there's a lot of um, debate amongst uh, you know cinephiles and fans of things. Whether that's a the, some of those the you right don't need move. to be in 4K and uh, also Dina on tw- Dina on Twitch says their 4K updates are pretty garbage. Yeah, and and the thing about it too is that Disney doesn't just do like a, a smooth update like the T2 release, like the 3D 4K T2 mm-hmm. or um, uh, 3D 4K T2. The 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 T-tos, the triple T-tos, um, 3D 4K T2 T-tos from Total Recall. Yeah, Total Recall. The Total Recall 4K update. I watched it in the theater. It was sick. It was done so well. But that was because all they did was like they're like, we want the movie to be more true to what it looked like on the film before it was converted and all this stuff. Because sometimes it just like gets too crisp, too clean, and just looks. Scammy, like it. You know, you can't. You know, I was watching. Um, what was I, I think? Escape from New York, and someone had like an up convert, like motion blur, 4K, whatever, and it just looked stupid. Motion blur sucks. I hate it so much. I was over at my brother's house the other day, and he's watching Top Gun Maverick for like the fiftieth time. Um, and I was like, dude, why do you have motion blur on? Like, what's wrong with your frame rate? So bad. And he's like, what? It's something like the people that get used to it. And I'm like. Ugh. I just look at their TV and it's like smokers, sick. right? You know, they're smoking all the time. You walk in their house, and you're like, <coughs> they're like, what? It doesn't smell bad in here. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, it smells bad in here. That's what. That's the same like instinctual, like gut wrenching reaction I have, like walking into a smoker's house that I have when I walk into a person's house that has motion blur on. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it straight up makes me <laughs> like, sick. God, I can't yeah. even look at like, it. Like my uh, eyeballs are just like. Smoke they're burning. Give me where's the remote? <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, like Bolero of Blood, or like just, you know, just like crazy movies. Ah! Yeah, just like uh, or like the dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the dude that when he looks at the Holy Grail too long, or no, the Ark of the Covenant too long. He's like, yeah. Aah! Or like the uh, the Goblin in Ernest Scared Stupid when he gets sprayed <laughs> with titty milk, and Eartha Kitt's like, eat the titty milk, eat it, and the Goblin's like. Aah! Yeah, that's me <laughs> at that kind of thing. Hey, man, you know what? Talking about... Uh, <laughs> Speaking of titty milk. Eat a bumper uh, sandwich, booger lips. <laughs> um, the the Talking uh, Total Recall, Paul Verhoeven, something else in, in semi-movie no related No Paul Her- Verhoeven movie should ever be in 4K. Dude, Total Recall was, and it was that's sick. It was tasteful. It was sick. Anyhow... It's just so delicate. RoboCop video game is finally... It's set. The new one? It's happening... Pre-orders are available. I because you know the arcade RoboCop is one of the hardest games in arcade history. Yeah, because the guns never shoot where you want them to shoot. Yeah, because uh, you're on a 45 degree axis. It's either this angle, this angle, or that angle. Yeah, but the uh, uh, the new RoboCop first-person shooter game. There's gameplay footage out there. Just nothing but blowing off wieners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It looks so cool. Uh, you get to be Alex Murphy. 
don't move, creep. And then you just blast their cock right off. (laughs) (laughs) And and then you just... Just smite it. Yeah, like doing the RoboCop thing. You know, I have a... But it plays the music. It's like... And you're just like blasting gang members' wee-wees right off. Into a Bolivian. And like toxic mutants that come out and be like, oh, kill me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really hope that in that game there's an achievement for just blasting some dude's dingus clean off, you know, with your like leg <laughs> you un- pistol. unlock an yeah. Xbox achievement. Like 1% of people have blasted yeah. these meaning wieners off. Skin that hog leg and you just like <laughs> blast his dick right off. That's what you get, rapist. And then you just like, <laughs> yeah, put the shit away and you're like Robocop and then you like... <laughs> data spike people in the face the data spike in the face if that that needs to be a weapon it, dude I, don't, I didn't see it in the footage but it has to be like, like the melee attack as you just like data spike someone to death uh if you can't tell i'm mad jazzed about this i fucking love robocop uh i've watched all of them i had every toy like <laughs> velvet sent on twitch says they better have dlc for a dollar <laughs> oh dude <laughs> I i'd buy that, that for a dollar <laughs> Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's the best. I need to be that guy for Halloween. Oh my god. Just like I'll shave my I'll shave oh my, my chin beard and just have my mustache and I'll get two girls to have titties on me all the time. I'm like, I'll buy that for a dollar. That's gonna be the hardest part of that costume. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Yes, please be this guy. <laughs> please be this guy for uh for Halloween. Oh yeah. my god. Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah, I mean, I can totally, totally see Jake as this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, dog. yes, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Buy that for a dollar. <laughs> that's got to be you. Yeah, that'd be so much fun. We just got to find those titty girls. Um, I don't know how. To. <laughs> well, I mean, that's part of the costume. That's, have uh, you the, not ever seen RoboCop? Yes, she's seen RoboCop. Okay, that's a big part of it. Like when that dude, when they get those big murder like sniper guns that they stole from the army, and they're just blowing up everything, and there's the riots in the street. He's like sitting there and he's watching that, and he's like, "I buy that for a dollar." And he's like, "That's hilarious, dude!" <laughs> like the whole thing. Oh man, that's your costume, dude. That would be an easy costume. Yeah, not as fun as like being a Klingon or an Astartes, though. Yeah, but every time you have one of those like heavy, like themed costumes, you're like, yeah, this is going to be badass. I'm going to love it. And then it's Halloween. You're like, oh, I didn't get around to getting all the insane amounts of supplies to get this costume together. So I'm not going to do it at all. Because <laughs> all the costumes I want are like $1,000. Right. And you never do it. But this one is $1,000. It's just like get the glasses, put the suit on and buy that for a dollar. And like, boom. Who was that guy you, you 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 at that one party? You had the chili dog and the sweater. Like I hate that picture that I'm holding food. But uh, what, what what character were you? Ed Bassmaster. Okay, Ed Bassmaster. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean that one's you threw that one together pretty quick. Worked yeah, out pretty I had well. Someone helping me. Well, that was a sweater. Yeah, she bought me the sweater. Okay. I couldn't find one. John Cougar Mellencamp. No, I don't know about that one. Velvet Santa. Anyhow. Okay, what else were we talking about? We're talking about movies that are coming out this weekend. It's the Taylor Swift movie. We've already been talking about this for a while. Uh, It's one of the most pre-sold movies this year. Um, It's easily going down as one of the most, uh, probably, what's successful, financially successful music video movie ever. 
and it hasn't even come out yet, and that's mm-hmm. just on pre-sales. Um, I don't have a lot to say about it other than it's coming out. I'm not going to watch it because I don't know if I could physically sit through. It's just f- it's just concert. It's a concert. I, yeah, I know, but that's the thing. It's like there are very few concerts that I would just sit through and watch on. Like, there's something about a concert being there. Like, if someone said, I had free tickets to Taylor Swift, you want to go? I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll go see that. I mean, really? it's, well, it's, it's going to be a spectacle. You're there, there's all the people around, and the lights, and you can, uh, the music's big, you can feel it. I think it's a cool idea for people that can't afford the, like, $5,000 that a ticket for right. one of those shows costs, and you'll have the best seat possible, because you'll be in the air, you'll be yeah, but it's different right than being the there, stage. though, you know? I mean, so, okay, it's the same argument that I would have is, like, you know, I paid for the Dubai Kiss concert, I was there. right? And I was there. we sat there, and we watched it, and it was awesome. You've still never gotten your stuff. I never did. Call Gene Simmons. Uh, I'm, come on, all right. Uh, okay, Google, call Gene Simmons. And um, it doesn't know his number. But, you know, I would, I, I, we're fans, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't invite a person that's not a fan to go see that show at my house. Like, it's like, okay, I know that there's a lot of Swifties out there, but enough to be a theatrical release, like maybe a pay-per-view or something, but yeah. theatrical release, but people are going to pay for it and people are going to go see it. And I just don't understand the appeal if you're not like a big Taylor Swift fan. Um, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. Even if you are, that's not the kind of thing that like, that you see released on like, you know, concert, like, the, the concert things that I have is like I own a copy of um, the Led Zeppelin one that I knew the name of at the beginning the of the show and don't remember. No, that's Pink no, Floyd. that's Pink Floyd. Uh, that one's music videos. That one's like a movie. Um, Song remains the same, which is a lot of concert footage with movie stuff thrown into it. Uh, I have like Man of War uh, concerts on DVD. Um, what else? There's like. It's like big heavy metal stuff, like things that like warrant like. Well, you know, as the, they're saying in the comments, you know, people are going to dress up and do the thing, and like it's a whole community event. Like, what do you dress up as at a tele- Like, put inf- on your concert shirt. Inform to go to, like, the me, movie? because I'm 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 ignorant to this. Like, what is a Taylor Swift costume? Like dressing up, like okay, you're, t- you're so, so like I get it. Like well, going back to Kiss, if we're dressing up for Kiss, we're gonna paint our faces. We're gonna do the thing. There's a thing that we can do. Like, is everybody gonna be wearing blonde wigs and like or do, bringing, do, making their boyfriend wear an NFL jersey? Like, do I, what's you empty the-, the vacuum bag on top of yourself so you're covered in dust? And everyone's like, "Why are you so dirty?" And you go, "Shake it off." See, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dina says, "No, you dress up in your sparkles." Oh, like, okay. Like, is that like a thing though? Sparkly fringe outfits, like it is a thing. But that's like it's the Taylor Swift. It's not really that cool. Like it doesn't. No, because they're. Sorry, never mind. I'm not gonna say. Hey, it. producer no. over there coming in with the heat. Um, I don't I, give a fuck about Taylor Swift. So you're just all dressing up in dresses that she's worn. Is that what yeah, I'm getting? Yeah, I want to look like Taylor Swift. You couldn't. Uh, movie Albert on Twitch comes in and says you couldn't pay me to see the Taylor Swift movie. I agree. Why do you want to look like Taylor Swift? 
I just, I don't know. Like, have you ever like looked? Would at that her be face? like? What's the dude? What's the blurred lines? Mer, 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 mer. What was that guy? And he oh, wore like the uh, Beetlejuice suit. Oh, Thick. Uh, Robin uh, Thick. Yeah, he's Alan Thick's son. Yeah, mm-hmm. Growing Pains. Growing Pains. So, good. like, I mean, if you're seeing him concert and you dress in the Beetlejuice suit, like, oh, we're dressing up. Like, I just think that's. I think. I mean, like, at least if you're gonna go see like My Chemical Romance or like Dashboard Confessional, you can like do the. You know, do this and put on some like eyeshadow and be like, you know, and like have the whole deal like be emo because that's a scene. But I don't, I don't, I don't know the Taylor. Oh, believe Swift. me, Taylor Swift is a scene. That's so freaking hmm. weird. Hey, so something Amazing. that's actually kind of cool and fun. Uh, if you live here locally with us, the uh, Symphony of Northwest Arkansas has announced more Star Wars concerts. It has because it was Dude. awesome and we went. Uh, I'm mad that I didn't go. Vince on Twitch says, Bo. He's come to learn that everything isn't for everyone. Let them have it. I understand You're this. Right. I get that. I want to understand it. Like I can, I can know that. You know, there are things that people like that I don't like, and I can. I, I just want to understand the appeal. Like where, what differentiates this from? You know, I would. I would argue that say like Rihanna or Beyonce would be more dress upable than Taylor Swift, right? Like, just. Just from if we're just looking at a purely entertainment standpoint, because Taylor Swift just dresses like a girl, you know. That's like she's just like a ch- a blonde girl, a pretty you know they blonde. Have girl. a museum of she's clothes not pretty, that she's dude. worn to her concerts. I just that's what I don't understand. Like have you because her been... concerts, like I get Elton John, like had some outfits. Like yeah. Liberace had some outfits. Elvis had some outfits. Tina Turner had some outfits. Like. But uh, I just everything that I've ever seen of Taylor Swift. Keep on toying and like Lady Gaga. We keep on Lady out. freaking got That's the example right there. Those are some outfits. Like Taylor Swift just wearing like a cocktail dress, dude. I really She's hope that boots. somebody went to a Tina Turner concert in her Mad Max costume. Like that would oh, have been buns. cool. Yeah. With, Who rules by the time? With like the metal buns and the big hair and the just like. Yeah, who run Bartertown attitude? That would have been cool. Okay, well, the different eras on this tour. All right, I'm going to look into it. Just doesn't make any sense to me yet. Um, anyway, that's what's coming out in movies this weekend. That's it? That's it, man. I'll try to find a fun Indian movie for you guys. I mean, then. The Mission also is coming out. It's a documentary it looks like there is an Indian movie. Uh, and there is an Indian movie, Bhagwan Baros, uh, coming out. It, we'll probably get it here since we seem to get all of these. We these had films. four this past weekend. One of them was like a um, um, female comedy, and the trailer was nothing but them talking about um, hitting the big O and not knowing who gave it to them because they got too messed up on alcohol and drugs the night before it looked very uninteresting to me because it seemed like um two hours of indian amy schumer um there was a movie uh that i almost went to watch but it seemed like it was gonna be crazy boring about like some engineer that helped rescue these guys that got trapped in a mine like it looked like in like an incredibly good movie but also like i would have been bored uh and i would have fallen asleep in the theater for sure uh, there was a, another one uh, that there weren't subtitles on the trailer, so I don't know what it was about, but it looked okay. And then there was like a uh, just like a slice of life movie, but with some comedy and singing and romance thrown in. So just like an Indian movie about nothing. 
that one was probably the one I was leaning towards, but there was only like one showing early, early in the day, and I missed it. So I will uh, probably get this one. I, I I will find a cool Indian movie for you guys since Taysway is the only thing we got going on, and I don't know one damn thing about Taylor Swift. Well, one thing that is still in theaters, possibly for one more week, that I saw that we're going to talk about is A Haunting in Venice. Uh, we'll go ahead and start this review of this movie because it is new and it is in theaters. I'm a few weeks behind on it. I finally got to watch it. So let's talk about it. Uh, Haunting in Venice, of course, from director uh, Kenneth Branagh, directed by, or writing, uh, written by Michael Green and Agatha Christie uh, with, you know... Uh, you know, Agatha Christie coming in. To Agatha the, Christie's ghost oh, came. Oh, you know, change that line. Uh, but, you know, it's starring uh, Michelle Yeoh, Kenneth Branagh, uh, Tina Fey having a big part in here, and some some other folks. But primarily, uh, Ke- uh, Kelly Riley is in this one as well. That's a um, chick from, uh, from uh, Yellowstone? Yes. Um, this movie... You know, taking place in the uh, Hercule Poirot uh, saga that is now a trilogy. I think it's this is the end of this trilogy that they've been doing. Uh, it started back in 2017 with Murder on the Orient Express, followed by the 2022 Death on the Nile. Uh, this one coming out. Is it really that many years uh, between the two? Yeah, and then Haunting in Venice came out like real quick afterwards. But this movie, you know, I think it had a very big marketing problem. Because they were kind of marketing it as like a horror movie, mm-hmm. we've talked um, about that, and it was it wasn't. It was a whodunit. And as movie Albert said on Twitch, he said he loved Haunting in Venice. So did was I. It, was it full of jump scares like the trailer made it look? No, it had a lot of like. It was just loud noises. Yeah, it had a, a lot of hokey things where like Perot's walking up and like you know he trips on a bottle and it's like loud and you're like oh this, this should have been a you know because it was giving that edge to they're all like wound up but. And, and and things that go bump in the night like startle them as characters, but it really didn't startle you as an audience okay. member. There was one jump scare, but you could see it coming from a mile away. Yeah, yeah. but you know what I'm talking about. That whole trailer yes. was nothing but like ghost jump scare. But the interesting thing is all of those those scenes that you talk about were set up really to spook the characters in the movie Mm -hmm. you know and we were watching them get spooked by kind of an accidental jump scare like you know a bottle falling because a a, a rodent knocked it over and they thought it was going to be a ghost and things like that that were set up they were all shaggy in a scooby-doo basically exactly and and this one you know it deals with um you know a a hercule perot that that's kind of secluded himself from the public eye he's kind of semi-retired and he gets dragged back into one one more mystery that's how the last movie worked right exactly and he was there for the wedding and then yeah gal gadot decided to get murdered and this one tina fey's character tried to rope him back into one more mystery and of course spoiler alert because it's you know it's hercule there are no ghosts in this 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 movie it's not Mm. it's it's the whodunit like that is what makes these movies fun it's not you know, is there a monster? You know, there's there's a reveal of a monster. It's him trying to figure out, you know, how what happened. And it's never super, super like, um, you know, MacGuffin-y at the end. It's, it's, 
explanations for all these things and you're just fascinated at Hercule, like picking up on all the clues that you could have picked up along the way as well. And it makes it fun. Don't uh, don't give it away or say anything. But before I go watch this movie, I'm going to say it was Michelle Yeoh because when she's evil, she's really good at being evil. Like, did you she, watch Crazy Rich Asians? She's yeah, like the she's, meanest she's, woman in the world. It's because Michelle Yeoh is one of the most talented women in Hollywood. Like, she's so incredible. Uh, yeah, and, you ever see that James Bond she's in? Oh, dude. Yeah, she's badass. transformative in every role that she she is in, and she's just absolutely fun to watch. But this movie uh, had a couple of really interesting, you know, um, like Jude Hill, who played the the the, the child Leopold. Up and comer. He was an up-and-comer, um, really, really fun to watch on screen. And if you're into this kind of stuff, you know, the dialogue's a little dated because, I don't know, it's World War II, and, you know, the, the costumes are fun, the setting is fun. Um, Tina Fey was the only person that kind of pulled me out of it just a little bit because Tina Fey, she's still very much Tina Fey for me, like that, that SNL, like heavy-handed comedy Tina Fey. She's an amazing writer. I loved her in Only Murders in the Building, but that's the kind of, she's kind of typecast that way for me. Um, but other than that, like I really loved, like Movie Albert on Twitch said, he loved the atmosphere of it. I thought it was a great movie for Halloween for people that don't like horror movies, but still like kind of spooky, atmospheric, you know, um, October movies. This is a great October movie, uh, kind of like Clue. It's it's got mystery, it's got murder, it's got all this stuff, but it's not scary. You know what else? Strange Brew. Strange Brew. It's a ghost story. It has magic and ghosts and murder and mystery. But it's not scary. But it, I mean, oh, maybe Brewmaster Smith, man. But anyway, um, you know, this movie I thought was was a, a, a fine example of how talented the uh, Kenneth Kenneth Branagh is. It, Ridley Scott was a producer on this as well. Uh, it was just shot beautifully. It was very. I mean, Venice is also just a wonderful backdrop for anything. Uh, it, it was it was just a a really fun movie to watch in a theater in October. I think that that this is the kind of movie that you'd want to go see in a theater in spooky season. Honestly, this would also be a fun one to have if you're just like at home and want to eat popcorn and it's starting to get scary outside, but you don't want to watch someone's body get ripped open. You know what I mean? So um, the rankings. Um, if we're ranking the, the three, uh, Vince asks on twi- uh, Twitch. I would say I liked Murder on the Orient Express first, mm-hmm. then Haunting in Venice, and then Death on the Nile. Oh. Um, the, and, and the reason is, and I felt like, you know, um, the Death on the Nile, while still being isolated and somewhat claustrophobic, which most of these mysteries are, you know, they have to isolate and find out who did it usually so you on murder express you're on the train you know it did a lot of a lot of darkness a lot of seclusion a lot of isolation the different cabs the different people um and then haunting of venice you're trapped in this kind of spooky house it's mostly night you know a lot of candles blah blah blah, blah. but with death on the nile they're like going on a riverboat they're sitting out there there's outsides out there they take that one excursion to the pyramids it's like a very open and didn't just it didn't feel very murdery it didn't feel very mysterious uh, so yeah, that I would. Uh, that's that would she work. doesn't get killed until like halfway through the movie or a little longer. Because mm-hmm. yeah, they gotta be like, hey, look at that. There's thousands of years of ancient stuff. Let's go be white people and mess it up some. And they're like, yeah, yeah. let's go. No, I, I I really enjoyed Orient Express and I and I I enjoyed Haunting in Venice quite a bit. 
I mean, I like the character Hercule Poirot kind of anyway. So um, maybe I'm a little bit biased, but I think Kenneth Branagh, he's he's my favorite iteration of Hercule Poirot. And if if these movies are, they're not for everybody, you know. Um, I think that that you kind of have to be in a right mood for this. And I don't know. I want a uh, Poirot and uh, the dude from uh, uh, oh, crap, the Knives Out. I want, I want the two. I want a crossover with the two of them. Yeah, I mean, well, and that's. I think that 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 that's the. He is very much modeled off of Hercule Poirot. Yeah. Um, and I think that 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 was a uh, a way of getting that character a little bit more appealing to a younger audience because Hercule Poirot. It's World War II. It's old people stuff. Like, a lot of young people are going to be like, this is boring, and not, like, into it, even though it's just, it's 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 fun. What was it? And there was another movie that we watched recently, a lot of Agatha Christie. There was the one with Sam Rockwell and Shersha Ronan I mentioned last weekend. I can't remember. Something about a bird, bird something. I can't remember. Whatever. But um, Vince said he liked Orient Express, um, but he's a Christie head. Well, yeah, Orange Express is great. James said that the movies look like bad, bad, and worse. No, I think you're wrong because they're good. Murder on the Orient Express is actually very, very good movie. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think I think that this one's better than the the old uh, the original uh, Murder on the Express. I, the the newer one, I enjoyed it a lot more. New one's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, it's in theaters right now. Probably only be out there for another week or so. You can check it out if you want to. Again, not necessarily for anyone. Uh, everyone, if you like Agatha Christie, if you like that kind of stuff, I, I I strongly urge you to check it out. If you're not really into whodunits, then maybe if you're into more of like, you know who done it, and they're just trying to catch him the whole time, like slasher movies, you you will hate this movie. You will absolutely be bored out of your mind because um, it's just when you find out who di- who done it at the end it's you know there's no there's no wee 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 there's no any of that until the end you're like oh it was her I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for your mustachio detective see how they run Vince thank you on Twitch that was the other Agatha Christie movie that came out recently that I want to talk Dina says it'll hit streaming around Christmas which might be kind of fun because Christmas is a good time for spooky stories too true so uh check check it out on streaming if you want to or see in the theater give it money support it because then we might get more movies like this that aren't stupid marvel movies Mm. okay well yeah that was the only movie i saw you saw uh netflix yeah i watched a uh, watched an indian movie that we unfortunately did not get in theaters that i'm aware of um it was a telugu movie um that we, we uh uh, didn't get here, uh, but was released on Netflix. Uh, and Netflix does have like a, a, a hot deal with a lot of Indian cinema uh, to get new releases uh, published overseas uh, with Netflix and things like that. Um, so I watched uh, Bola Shankar, uh, which is about uh, the character Bola Shankar. Um, but the the so the movie, it's. A guy and his sister move to Calcutta, right? And they're Telugu. They're moving to Calcutta with the Bengali people and all this or whatever. And, um, you know, they're they're very nice. They're very respectful. The girl is going to college for art. She's this very talented artist. And he's like this brother, and, and she's his world because they don't have any other family. And, and so he has his friends help him. And by day, he gets a job as a taxi driver so that he can pay for her education in their home. Um, and then... It turns out at nighttime, 
he's fighting human human traffickers and just beating the shit so out of them. So it's like that movie that uh, all those human traffickers funded um, in theaters recently? Yeah, except yeah. not. Mm. Because this is like, Shankar is just not having it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a badass action movie. It's super cool. Like, movie about family and what it means to be a family and how you... Uh, go about discovering the people that are your family because where's a Corona uh, when you need one kind of a thing. Uh, but Did they it, drink Coronas? No. Okay. No. And it wasn't about uh, family. But it has all of like the great hallmarks of, of Indian movies. You know, there's, there's action, there's comedy, a little bit of romance here and there. Um, but uh, I liked it, man. It's on Netflix. It's... Uh, an easy one just to uh, pick up and watch anytime you want to. Um, there's a good twist, which I'm trying so hard not to uh, give away. For all the people that are about to go see it in theaters right now. No, uh, Netflix. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, but it, it, I loved it, man. I had a great time with it. And then uh, I started watching a uh, another one too, another Toluca movie. Uh, that's a recent ad on Netflix. Uh, and it's all the same things, just tons of action. But, uh, yeah, Bola Shankar was, um, it, it's one of those things, if you're trying to discover new things to watch, if you're like me, where you get on Netflix and your your list is like 5,000 deep and you just scroll like, through screw it. Screw my list, I'm going to try something new. Well, yeah, and you're like, man, there's nothing here I want to watch right now. Uh, put Try putting on something different. Watch, watch like Bola Shankar. It's not going to be something where there's, horrific gore or um, things that are going to trigger you super hard or um, something with a bunch of jump scares that's just going to make you not be able to sleep at night. It's just it, something to watch. It, no. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a uh, fantastically entertaining, um, very well done movie that you get everything out of. Uh, I like it. Except for those things that you said weren't in it. Jump scares and... Yeah. and, and uh, Super gore. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a trauma movie. October. But I watched a trauma movie recently. It was called Death by Temptation, D-E-F. Uh, really interesting history behind that movie, but uh, uh, it, was, it was like an all-black horror movie. Hmm. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I um, recently re-watched uh, Kabuki, Sergeant Kabuki Man. Yeah, that's a good one, too. That's a dumb one. That was very dumb. <laughs> Uh, most of the trauma movies I've ever seen in my life have been the dumbest movies. Uh, well, Death by Temptation was only uh, distributed by trauma. It wasn't actually filmed by trauma. Oh, but yeah. So anyway. it's probably better. It was better. It was actually quite good, and the, and the soundtrack was badass. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, all right. Well, uh, let's. Uh, we only got a few minutes left. Let's hit that top 10. It's the last portion of our show. We give you the top 10 movies in America based on their box office earnings over the past week. This is how we track what is popular, what we're going to see more of, what we're going to see no more of. Uh, creator are one of the things that um, it'll be in the top 10 this week, but with a pretty abysmal quote unquote from from Disney not not very happy with how the science fiction movie uh, uh, earned but we will we will see when we get to it but number 10 beating expendables yeah actually I want to point out number 12 dropping finally out of the top 10 is Barbie and it's 12th week 12th week number 12 um, so Barbie's finally out of the top 10 but in the top 10 it's something that's very cool to see. Um, which I I think I made mention of to people. I can't remember if I I, I did because I know I meant to. 
Hocus Pocus 30th anniversary. Back in theaters. $1.6 million. So even though you can watch it or it's very not good sequel on Disney Plus. Um, the theatrical experience is still viable. The theater. So you can see Binks on screen. You can see uh, Billy, Butcher. Billy on the big screen. You can see the voice of Peggy Hill on the big screen. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it, it's it's out there. That's super rad that it hit the top ten. People went out to see Hocus Pocus. Uh, very cool. Uh, and then coming in at number nine, hanging in the top ten, and it's six weeks out. The Equalizer three, one point eight million brought in by it. Uh, its domestic take so far is at eighty eight point eight. That movie is a lot of fun. I still need to Definitely, see it. Yeah, yeah you de- you need to see it. Uh, recommend it. Um, it's just Denzel Washington being a fucking ninja, and it's which so I'm cool. down for. Yeah, it's badass. Uh, and then number eight, Dumb Money. It, four weeks out, only it's like second wide release week. Because uh, you talked about it last. I week. did. I did. I I, I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, just over two million dollars brought in by it. its domestic take so far ten point six. Uh, and yeah, not and, doing too great. Yeah, they're they're not super stoked about that. Uh, and then. In its fifth week out, uh, staying in the top ten but dropping three spots, The Nun 2, 2.6 million brought in by it. Its domestic take so far is up to $81 million. Made which plenty is of money. Tons. Tons for a horror movie like that. Especially a property that they know is just a money print. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, coming in just above it, Hanging Tight at the number six spot in its fourth week out. Uh, also from Disney. Uh, Haunting in Venice, two point seven million brought in this past week, bringing it up to thirty five point six. Not great uh, in four weeks, especially for a big movie like that with big stars, mm-hmm. uh, like it has. But as we kind of touched on, I think it had oh something that Disney is constantly guilty of, which is poor fucking advertising. Oh yeah. Just um, not great. Disney, for some reason, cannot figure out advertising. Unless, which is, unless it's like a Star Wars or a Marvel. They can't figure out advertising for that either. They just buy properties that sell themselves because you don't need to advertise Star Wars. And in fact, the Star Wars that they advertise, like Solo oh, or yeah. the new trilogy, f- fucking shit on ice, man. <laughs> you know, they like they're they're awful. But all the ones that they don't advertise. Um, you know, things like Mandalorian sneak in there and become like the biggest thing in the world. And then they're like, oh yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we were there the whole time. Um, you know, or like, I guess ah- Ahsoka's doing pretty good. Um, whatever, things like that. And then, you know, cause Mandalorian came out and then Boba Fett, they advertise the hell out of it. And I was like, no, I don't like, like yeah, Boba Fett so much. And then Ahsoka, they're like, well, here's this. So yeah, the Star Wars, they don't advertise. Uh, so for some reason, Disney cannot figure out advertising. This has been decades long. Um, cause John Carter uh, of Mars oh, yeah. is badass, and they Did, tanked that movie by not by their own hand, giving any budget to advertising. Uh, and then just above that, uh, sticking at number five, the blind, a, a movie that people we know worked on, yep. uh, which I talked, I talked to one of our friends last night, uh, uh about that and, and got to hear some, uh, fun stories there. Second week out brought to you by fathom events, 
3.2 million dollars uh, so 10.5 is its take so far I imagine that's already putting that movie in the black a little oh bit, yeah oh for it, sure it, it couldn't have cost that much to make honestly uh, and I'm surprised to see that this is only its second is this its second official week because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it got a preview right you talk about the number four movie no the blind oh yeah yeah I mean yeah. it's a fathom release so yeah, yeah. But then the number four movie, dropping from number three, uh, also a Disney film, and it's second week out, $6.2 million brought in by the creator. So far, it's only brought in $25 bucks. It looks like it had a budget of ten times that. I was going to try and look that up really quick. It did do pretty well in the foreign market. Yeah, it looks like worldwide it's made just shy of sixty-two million, but in two weeks for a big budget Disney movie, eighty million was the budget That's it? on that one. Yeah, wow. That's what it says. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, still a long ways off. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see how that one goes. That might be like a streaming success. I think uh, so, or something like that. Uh, and then number three, Saw Ten. Uh, and its second week out, seven point eight million dollars. It's brought in thirty-two and a quarter million bucks. All the money. Yeah, big money for Saw. This one's gotten the best uh, critic ratings out of all of them. Um, so it's it's not doing too bad for itself. <laughs> we just looked at thirteen million was its budget. It's made so much money compared to what they spent to do it. But Saw movies, they're like, all right, uh, we're gonna rent this building for a week. Uh, bloody it up yeah we're just gonna shoot this movie and uh go yeah and another one yeah also in its second week a lot of second week movies here uh paw patrol the mighty movie brought in 11.3 million dollars it's take so far is uh around 38 and a half million bucks not doing too bad worldwide it has brought in Eighty-six point seven million. Who would have thought that the Paw Patrol was a global phenomenon? I've actually seen Paw Patrol talked more about online than I have any other movie in the top ten right now. Ridiculous. Yep. Uh, and then opening at number one, The Exorcist: Believer, bringing in twenty-six and a half million dollars, which is why things like The Nun started to drop down and 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 like that. But you got your horror movie for October. Um, there, there it is. How, how many of how many Exorcist movies have there been? Uh, several. Official, but there's only a few like, that that matter. Yeah. Uh, Dino on Twitch was just talking about how horror films are always going to do great in their first weekend, and then they start to drop off fifty to seventy percent after The Exorcist. Uh, I think is probably yeah, like she said, is probably going to tank even worse this weekend with a Taylor Swift movie. And then, yeah, you've got Killers of the Flower Moon coming out uh, mm-hmm. later this month. And then Five Night at Freddy's coming out on Halloween. So the extras has got to get its money while it can uh, because, yeah, T-Swift's going to sweep it out of the way. Where's the crossover for that audience, though? Jump scares. Like people are scared to death of Taylor no, Swift? No, no, the same people that love Taylor Swift are also ones like, take me to a scary movie and me scared. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. see. I thought maybe like Taylor Swift like launched out of the floor like Rey Mysterio. <laughs> you know, like Rey Mysterio's entrance and everyone's like, oh, my God. No, I don't they, think. they like being scared. I see. 
So anyway, well, that's your box office roundup for this weekend, the weekend of October 6th through 8th, 2023. And that is our show. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next week talking to you about some stuff. So uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Find us on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. Or if you want to just get the audio version of this podcast, you can find us wherever you get podcasts. Just search for the Drive-In Speaker Box Podcast and should pull it up for you. So there you go. Uh, Jake, any, any, any parting words there, buddy? No. Okay. Well, there you go. We'll see you next Brother. week. <laughs> As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.